summary of the third Sicha Parshish Truma in volume 21. The Rebbe analyzes the image of the cups, goblets that are on the menorah. Our Chazal teach us that why were the cups or what were the cups on that, the image of cups on the menorah? What were they compared to? It was compared to the cups of the Alexandrian kind of cups. And the Rambam on his commentary and the Mishnayis explains what kind of cups this is. That on one side it's narrow and the other side is wide. And so the Rambam also rules in Lahalacha in his Sefer Ayat. Now we find something very wondrous here. We have an image that was found, a, 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 a picture a depict, a, of, a, of a picture that the Rambam made of the menorah with his own handwriting. And the Rambam makes this image of these cups and he shows them upside down where the, the wide side, the opening of the cup is down and the, the, the narrow part is on the top. Now, we understand that the Rambam of course, tells us that his, his picture is not 100%. It's just giving you the general idea. But with knowing the amount of cups and the, and the places where they are, you could look that, you could see that on his image. But not that you could know every, all the details, learn the details from it. So it, it, we need to understand why is it that all the cups are upside down. As a matter of fact, the 22 cups, every single cup that would be upside down, there must be, that must be a reason. You can't say that that was not precise. We could say, simply, that the Rambam made this image of these cups because according to his opinion, he wanted to show us where it was and this is the way it was passed down all the generations or because he found a, a Maimer Chazal somewhere that said, that said that it was so but it didn't reach down to us. We don't have a copy of that source and he doesn't bring it in the Rambam like, like many times, he doesn't bring down always the source and we don't have it. And we could say for many reasons why we don't know the exact source. It could be to begin with that the Rambam didn't depict pictures and images because that wasn't the function of what his halachic books are. Number two is based on the fact and how much the Rambam was very precise and he decreased in the amount of words that he would use to tell us halacha, especially if it's something that wasn't clearly stated in the Talmud, etc., and third point is that many details, even in his opinion, is not something that's a must in halacha. Therefore, he wouldn't bring down the, bring that down. So we could say maybe that this wasn't precise, but over here it's very difficult to say that. Why would he make all the custom manera to be with the head downwards, with the opening downwards? Especially that we find that it, regarding the boards of the Mishkan, we find the rule that it should be, it should, they're just supposed to be standing upright. Derek Yidulasan is the expression. The way they grow, the bottom should be the bottom, the top should be the pop. So we learn out a general law in mitzvahs like this that you're supposed to do it in such a way. So why then would the Rambam do opposite of the way it grows, meaning opposite the way you build it, that the wide part is on the top? We could say and under, explain this, that this has to do with a general idea of the Menorah. Regarding the Menorah in the, base of, in the Mishkan, in the base of Mikdash, it says, I don't need the Menorah because of its light. It really, it's a testimony for the whole world. And the light is there to tell you a message to the whole world that the Shekhinah dwells amongst Israel.
So in other words, it's not to light up the physical space, as if this is also the reason why we find, regarding the window designs of the base of Mikdash, that it was opposite the way regular windows are made. It was made shkufim and atumim. The wider part is in the outside of the thick wall, so and the inside of the indoors was made where the opening of the window was on a narrower side. And that is because to take the light and spread it out to the outwards. So, so too we can explain regarding the cups. The Bechayi writes that there's a hint regarding these cups of the Benayra, that just like a point of a cup is to hold, to receive something, but in order to take what you receive in it and pour it to quench the thirst of somebody else. And this is the hint regarding these zodiacs and other celestial beings and, 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 and powers that are up in the heavenly worlds, that in order for it to come down from the higher worlds, down and have an effect in this lowly world, it would have to come down into a cup. What are these cups? That is the cups of the Menorah. Because that's the whole point of a cup. When you're talking about a barrel or a jug, the whole point is to hold it in it. When you're talking about a cup, the point is to give it out. So that's the whole point of the Menorah here. It's not about Tzarek. It's not for light, but the whole point is, is to pour it out, to give it out to this. So therefore, it's the same thing with the Gevim over here in the Menorah. These cups, the white part was on the bottom to, tell, to show you that the whole point is, is to receive, but also mainly to give it away to other, to others. So this is the same thing here in order to give it out to others, to the rest of the world, which is obviously on a spiritually lower level than the temple. With this, we can also understand when it comes to the avoid of a person, this is all hinted to this in the Gevim of how it was by the Menorah. By these cups, the whole point is, is to quench the thirst of everybody outside. So you need to have a wide mouth for that to pour out. So when it comes to helping another Jew or to the general whole success of the purpose of the whole world to make a dwelling place for Hashem and be a testimony to the entire world, it has to be done with the biggest, broadest fashion, in other words, with no limitations whatsoever. If you're talking about you yourself, your own service to Hashem, yes, you have to have things done in a normal, orderly fashion. So then you have to have the opening upwards. But when it comes to the, uh, your, your service with another Jew, especially to the whole general picture for the whole world, to make a dira for Hashem, for there you have to know that you have to do it without any limitations. And this is the hint here that all mitzvahs have to be done, Derek in the normal way, the way they grow. Like the lulav and its species, you have to have it, the bottom is the bottom and the top is the top. And even though, nevertheless, the cups of the menorah were done the opposite because it's talking about not in the order of fashions. Regular mitzvahs you're supposed to do in an orderly fashion. You start with the maidani in the morning, and then from there you grow, and you grow to the rest of the day. But when it comes to the service of bringing Hashem to the whole world, or helping a person, there you have to do it in ways that are not in the normal order of things. Therefore, even the windows weren't in the normal order of fashion. It was done opposite. And this is done opposite the way things grow. And the wide part has to be in a ways that are with no limitations. There's another detail in the in the image of the Rambam. It's worthwhile, by the way, to look it up in the Kutusichos in volume 21 on page 172. There's actually a photocopy of the image of the Rambam's uh, picture in in the uh, in Lakutasichas. Over there is another point regarding the Menorah, and that is the 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 arms of the Menorah. The Rambam makes that all six arms were done in a diagonally straight fashion, different than all other images that are done out there, where they go on a small round, uh, small small round arms. In the uh, in the parish of Rabbi Ram 
the son of the Rambam, he writes clearly that the six branches would come f- that stem out from the middle stem of the stick of the Menorah, all are done in a straight way, the way my father made in his in the image, not in a round way. And so to Rashi Osa says that it was Balachsein, meaning on a diagonal straight line, comes out that all the other images are not according to the Rashi and the Rambam. There is a, a sefer called the Baal Mishnas Chasidim in his book called the Maisei Chayshev, where he has depicts all different details about the, the tabernacle. He writes that really they go on a round way, but the Rebbe points out that he says that it's round because he says he learns it because the Rambam doesn't write the word clearly on an angle. So the Rebbe says, the fact that you're saying that your reason is because the Rambam doesn't say it actually supports our idea because if he would have had a copy of the Rambam's image that it was straight, he would have for sure said also that it was straight. It's just that he didn't have it. And like we know, many different uh, uh, people didn't have, different books weren't printed and manuscripts weren't printed for many generations later. Therefore, the Rebbe says, with all due respect and forgiveness to your honor of Kavod, of your Kavod HaTayra, according to my opinion, it's quite clear that he, the Maisa Chayshiv and the, also the Baal Chamas Chachmas Mishkan in these books, they would agree with the image of the Ramam if they would have only saw it and with the explanation from the Ramam's son and so on. Now, it would also, so says the Rebbe, from this comes out that we should actually bring back the crown to the way it was in the old time. In other words, all images that are made of the Menorah, whether it's on stationery or education for children in schools and so on, it should be done in a way where they are diagonally and straight and not round because this is not the way it was. It was straight. And over here he says another point. There is a common practice to copy it round. Where does that come from? From non-Jews. They take the idea from the Titus, from the Arch of Titus, Yemach Shemam, and he, may his name be erased. When Titus conquered the temple, he also took out many vessels of the temple and to, for the glory of this wicked man, they built for him a a arch of, of triumph. And over there they put images of Jews carrying the uh, uh, artifacts from the temple. And they even uh, see there, you can see carrying the Menorah. So very uh, possible that the whole thing was only to torture Yidin, as we know many times that they overcame Jews and brought them by force to look up to the our top of Arch of Titus and see how they won. You could also see that they have there engraved the words, you Judah Kapta, that Judah was, was captured, Jews were captured. This was all done to the, in the sense of torturing. And therefore, it would be a shame and Rahman al-Islam to copy it, to do it, because that would only give more strength to the Titus's arch and the way of the, of the wicked. And therefore, we have to fix this because the whole point of a Yid is to light up the world and be a testimony to the whole world of the Shekhinah, the divine presence of Hashem amongst the Yidin. And that's the way we're going to win and Jews will win. And this is how we're going to bring the Geula, Mitzvah, Vashlemus, the ultimate uh, complete redemption when we're going to have the Menorah in a literal sense and in a complete way with the third temple. And all the Yidin will come and see the Menorah. And Moshe and Aaron will be there and we'll be able to see it with our own Eyes of flesh. And we're going to see this with our eyes, the fulfillment of the commandment. Tell Aaron to go up to light the menorah. This will be done in a literal way nowadays.